Welcome to this week's Brain or Shine podcast with me, Mark, and Jules, where we help people navigate brain injury together. Now, Mark suffered a traumatic brain injury in a freak accident back in 2012. After only a few months, he was signed off from John Radcliffe Hospital and told, more or less, to live life as normal. And we set about trying to do just that. However, nothing prepared us for the non-physical side effects of sustaining such an injury to your brain could have. Now, many of these effects still challenge me on a daily basis, but by eventually gaining support and knowledge, it's given me an insight on how to live life on my terms. We began to create this community, Brain or Shine, to help you understand how to live with these and to shine. So to begin with, in the next few podcasts, we're going to share the most common side effects associated with any form of brain injury. And later on, we'll share tips and tools on how to manage them too. Okay, so the first one I wanted to talk about is memory loss. This is a real common side effect of brain injury and something I've been really affected by. So what is memory loss? Memory loss is the inability to recall or retain information that you previously knew. So, for example, how it manifests itself is difficulty in remembering recent events or even past events. And some people, they can remember past events but something that happened that morning or the evening before they have no recollection of that but how does that feel to you Mark? I think that last bit you just said is really where I am quite a lot of the time I mean I could meet somebody instantly and then completely forget who they are classic example I could give you is when I used to go to a lot of business networking events or perhaps I go into a school and I meet a school teacher And then maybe minutes later, that person could have left the room, come back in again. And I'm thinking, who is that person? We get it quite a lot when we're watching TV as well. I'll be watching TV, I'll see a character (laughs) and I'll say to you, who's that guy there? Is that so-and-so? And And you'll say, no, not at all. It's somebody else. (laughs) So that's really, really strange. And also the associations with people. So, for example, if I meet somebody at a running event, they're wearing their running kit. And then I see them the following day in a different situation and they're not wearing their running kit. I can sometimes really struggle to recognise who that person is and where I've met them. That's obviously my side. What about you? What do you notice about my memory issues? Well, in the early days, that was the worst time because, as we've explained, we didn't really know what was going on. And I found it incredibly difficult to understand why he could remember futile bits of information from a football game 20 years ago but he couldn't remember something really important I'd said to him that morning that he needed to either do or remember or something that I was going to go and do so in the early days it did cause a bit of problems because I didn't fully understand the level of memory loss that may be there and I don't think you were fully aware that you were exhibiting that behaviour as well? No, not at all. I mean, please, listeners, don't think that it's just a case of not listening to your wife. That's what (laughs) men do. That's very general. But no, it was very strange because Jules would tell me a piece of information and say, we're going to do this as a follow-on to maybe a conversation we had. And I would have no recollection of that. And I still have that to this day. And what's really frustrating about it sometimes is it can be really, really important information. So you're mentioning, yeah, I can remember who beat so-and-so in the whatever cup final from 1980, whatever. But yeah, 
perhaps it does happen with futile information but because it is futile information we don't notice that we only notice it more when it's really really important stuff yeah and as we've evolved and we've learned more about the side effects of brain injury i get it now and i understand but it is still very very frustrating because what happens is i know sometimes i can look at mark and i'm giving him some information and I'm not sure whether that's going in because I can see he's having a difficult day. So I will say something along the lines of, is this going in? Is this making any sense? And he gets a little bit, of course it is. And I'm thinking, no, it isn't. Mm. <laughs> and then I, I will try and repeat it. And because I'm repeating it, I think that frustrates you a little bit more as if to say, you don't need to do that. But then later on, when we come to do what we're supposed to be doing or we go back to that subject you've not taken that information in and it is frustrating but we just have to accept that that's what it is and sometimes I will repeat it and other times I just think do you know what I'll deal with it when we need to. (laughs) So these are things that we've experienced ourselves but also through the brain injury community I've come across lots of issues with memory where people are obviously struggling to remember names of people but also dates appointments there could be a difficulty in remembering where you've put something. So like the keys, for example. And another common struggle is difficulty following instructions or maybe learning new things, new processes. Yeah, they're all things that we come across since Mark's brain injury. And for example, following instructions, you find it very, very difficult Mm. to follow like a recipe, for example, even if it's a fairly straightforward one. That's something that you you struggle with and definitely learning new things. I've noticed, whereas before you would embrace that, but now we'll try and do it, but it takes so many repetitions of something new before it lodges itself in your memory for that to become the norm. So we're going to give a lot more tools and tips throughout the Brain or Shine community. I guess just in summary for memory loss, it is about acceptance at times. It's accepting that Jules might tell me something two or three times just to make sure it's gone in there. A really, really obvious thing that you can do is write things down. And I try to do that. I try to make lists, especially if I've got my phone handy, which you always have, to just maybe make a note in there. So let's move on to another side effect. And this is something that I experience from time to time myself. And it's around confusion and Sometimes my voice gets a little bit slurred. It sounds like I'm maybe a little bit drunk. (laughs) So what's that one all about? Yeah, for sure. There are times when Mark actually makes very little sense. And I know he's not drunk because it could be like nine o'clock in the morning. Quite often this happens when he's tired and his voice can go really, really quiet and I struggle to hear him. And it's like he's speaking, but no words actually come out of his mouth. And then the words that do come out, they're a, they are quite slurred and it's difficult to understand. And the confusion as well means that he'll get the words in the wrong order quite often. So it can be really difficult to work out what he's actually trying to communicate. Yeah, I remember delivering a workshop once online and it was live. And I was trying to say the words about a growth mindset is a path to mastery. And I remember saying a math to pastry, which is actually, it sounds quite it posh, quite that, funny. doesn't it? It was. it was very, very funny. And there was another occasion where I was trying to say to you, I need to close the curtains. But what I actually said, instead of I need to close the curtains, I said I need to close the door. Now, I realised very, very quickly that I'd said 
door instead of curtains. So I tried to correct the mistake and ended up saying, I need the red door. So I need to close the curtains became, I need the red door. Now I thought I'm going to write this down because that's actually quite a good example of how to mix words up. But what's worth noting is instead of writing the word door, I wrote the word the wrong way around and I put rude, R-O-O-D. So door became a little bit mixed up. And that was just trying to say a really, really simple statement of I need to close the curtains. And this is something that happens, to be fair, on a daily basis. You know, we could be just walking down the road having a nice chat and Mark will say something and I take what he's said, literally, not realising that actually he meant to say something quite different. And then I get confused because I think he means one thing when he means something else and we just have to work our way through it, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> We've had some fun with it, but it, yeah, it can cause confusion. I'm going to finish with one more side effect from brain injury. And I feel that this is the one that sits in the middle and causes a lot of other side effects too. And for me, that's fatigue. So what is fatigue? Fatigue is one of the most common side effects and refers to an overwhelming feeling of exhaustion or lack of energy. Fatigue is a personal experience that is different for everyone and it may not improve with rest and is likely to significantly impact on people being able to do the activities that they want. Now we know that this has had a huge impact on you and ourselves and running our business and our lives. So yeah, do you want to share? fatigue and you yeah fatigue is horrendous for me sometimes i could have a really really good night's sleep wake up the next morning with an hour i just feel like i've not slept at all on the other side of the coin i could have a really terrible night's sleep wake up and feel really good which <laughs> is is okay sometimes a simple task could just pull this wave of fatigue over me where i felt really focused or i could hear a piece of information sometimes if it's negative or complicated information then it can just completely wipe me out. One more is being in a public place. So, for example, last week we were doing the shopping and it was quite busy. There was a lot of people moving around within the supermarket, trolleys going everywhere, somebody stacking a shelf. And I just felt wiped out. Thankfully, at that point, that lasted for five minutes, but sometimes it can last for a lot longer or I could just need to go and rest or sleep or whatever the case may be. I think the main thing to hammer home is it's so unpredictable and that is the thing that has caused me a big frustration in my life but again having to go back and accept that these things are just going to happen. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast where we've touched very lightly on a few of the side effects of having a brain injury. If you'd like to know more about these side effects and more you can learn some coping mechanisms and tools via our blogs, webinars and online programmes. Yep, so just head over to our website, which is brainorshine.com. We also have an Instagram page and you can join our Facebook community. Thank you to everybody for listening and we look forward to you joining us on our next podcast. Look forward to seeing you soon. Bye for now. Bye bye.